here we go. And welcome. It's episode 401. I'm Sean. And this is the only podcast that says. You don't turn your back on family, even when they do. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that off, off mic, off show conversation we had, I, that was just purely coincidental. I just picked that out from a little Fast and the Furious. <laughs> so I watched nice. the Fast movie this this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, I watched Fast Nine. Oh, is that a turd? No, it's a tremendous turd, but it's a fucking turd. Yeah. I mean, it's like, the, the beauty of the Fast movies is they know, like, how stupid they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they, they know that they have a level of ridiculousness that makes no sense. So they like it's purely tongue in cheek at this right. point, with like how they, like the stunts, quote unquote stunts, like you know, like using a a rope bridge to swing across a chasm in in, in a uh, a Dodge Charger, you know, you know, rocket cars in the space, you know. You know, stupid. It is. It's 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 amazingly stupid, but it's so brilliantly stupid I can't stop watching. Like every, I won't go see it in the theater, but I'll sit and watch it for free. Right. I just find it odd how far they've come from street racing to now they're fucking in space. Yeah, like like the 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 brilliance of the first movie. Of like, you know, first off being a remake of Point Break, and then like mm. playing into realism for the most part. Like you felt like that was like could really happen. It's like they're at a point now where it's like you know, international global crises are taking place, and like when it's called Dom Toretto and his crew, they'll save the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. You know. But I love them. It's like, like an upscale up shark native. Yeah, and, and it, but the problem is, it's like I enjoy it. Like it's like it's like brainless mind candy, you know. Yeah. And and uh, you know, for two and a half hours, like, I couldn't even believe the fucking movie was two and a half hours long. I'm like, good god, know your limits. Like if that's my one complaint is like it should it should have been two hours, you know. Right. 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 Two two and a half hours of Fast and Furious, and I'm like, oh man, this is this is starting to drag a little bit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But overall, like the the, uh, the only thing I'll say is, if you are a fan of these movies, I highly recommend it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you are not a fan, like if you think these are the stupidest things on the planet, which many of you do, and I don't blame you, I am not recommending it to you at all. Right. You know, because I mean, you're you're gonna hate it. It's everything you hate about cinema. We're popcorn <laughs> movies, I should say. It's not cinema. It's a popcorn movie. But you know, right, right. It's it's brainless fun that I I can kick back and enjoy. 
every once in a while. Right. You know, so. So you're right. It's like it's like the level of ridiculousness is like like from like the first movie and how like you felt like oh, that shit could really happen. Like you know, this feels very real. To like, you know, rocket cars into space. <laughs> you know. Stupid. What in the fuck? <laughs> you know. Uh. Anyway. anyway, how are you, sir? I'm well. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little tired, but I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Batman. Oh, you did, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. How how was that? Oh. I love that. Yeah. But, yeah. I did. I thought it was good. I mean, there was a couple parts where it was like, I mean, I'm not going to give spoilers or anything, but right. there was a couple parts where I was like, yeah, it's a little emo right now, but um, otherwise, it was just the parts where he had the black makeup on. Yeah. I mean, he put the, you know, he puts the eye stuff, the yeah. anti-glare, you know, the yeah. that stuff around his eyes. And there was a couple points where I was like, wow, this is really emo. <laughs> like, I was expecting him to sing Black Parade. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, no, I mean, it just had that look, you know what I mean? Because the movie's really, really dark. Yeah. I mean, it's all dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really 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 dark um which i liked you know what i mean but overall i thought it was fantastic truly yeah i thought man this is some good shit you know what i mean like batman's with the cops you know yeah it was like how far in his career is this taking place like is this is he still like new is he established to a point like mm, vigilante it, status sort of yeah i mean he's with commissioner gordon yeah um but this is early on yeah this is like pre-joker you know pre-everybody this is more with the mob bosses right like i'm, I'm curious to see how because they, they released that that scene with the Joker. Oh, yeah. And so it's like I'm curious, it's like like where is he? Is he like, is he still like like a first year, you know, as the Batman? I don't know if it's first year. It doesn't really go into it. Yeah, as I remember. Um, and that's the thing I liked, sort of, is it didn't really get into it. Like, it didn't really get into the whole. It didn't really go into the beginnings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he was a child and all that crap. Right. I mean, there were some visions of that, but all I know is Alfred's there. You know, he's fighting was he, crime. Was he a good I, Alfred? This is pre Bruce Wayne, though. This is pre Bruce, like before he becomes like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like he's Bruce Wayne, 
but he's yeah. not the playboy Wayne. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's pretty early on. Um, yeah. It's pretty early on. I'd say maybe D or two or three. Yeah. Of him doing all this. Was but like was the supporting cast like I, I what um the guy who play who does like Gollum and stuff I can't think of his name I, you know he was Alfred Andy Circus Andy Circus yeah yeah it was phenomenal I wish there was more of Andy Circus really because I, I really liked I I feel like Al, Alfred Alfred Grow who was like the bat who was like Alfred for like you know those eighties and nineties movies. You know, mm-hmm. he he was like a wink and a nod away from being the Alfred from the the the, the TV series. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. he he really like went along with it. He'd give Batman a little bit of a jab about like, you know, hey, you're alone. You know, he was always yeah. trying to kind of, but you know, he was kind of like he was really in on the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I like Michael Keaton. I'm not like Michael Caine. Because I feel like he went along unwillingly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was kind of like, I'll help you with this because I promised your father I'd take care of you. And lucky for you, I have special skills that can help you with, with what you're trying to accomplish. Right. You know. Um, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, the, the last thing he wanted was Bruce to put that suit back on. Right, right. You know, and that um, vibe I couldn't quite get from Alfred. Yeah. Like, and, it's almost like a partnership, but yeah. then develops into something, you know. Yeah. And like Jeremy Irons was like interesting because it was like he, he was almost just like, fuck it, you're going to do what you want to do. I'm just going to drink and build shit for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, he, he was literally like, you know. Yeah, I know. I come home. Oh, good. Look, sticky sheets. I get to clean that. Plus, let me bring you something to eat. Fuck, it's ten yeah. o'clock. I'm having a drink. <laughs> like he well, was like he I'm, was like a beaten down Alfred in a way. Yeah. He this guy's not beaten down. He's yeah. he's kind of like almost partnerish with him. Yeah. Um. You know, he's um. I'd say more partners with him. Yeah. Well, it kind of goes into, I mean, if you watch that series, you know. Yeah. The Alfred series on WB or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was on Epics and now it's on um, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. Which I've heard is very good. Um, it is good. I've watched some of it. Yeah. Um, so it's almost kind of like they use that reference line. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll say one thing about the movie. He says, you know, you know, I wasn't much of a father. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of got yeah. dumped on me in a sense. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I could teach you how to fight. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what he did. You know, yeah. he taught him how to fight. And you know Alfred could fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of that vibe. But, I don't know. I liked it. I liked how it was the beginnings of, of these villains 
um, the beginnings of the mob, or not the mob, but the current situation of the mobs in yeah. Gotham. Um, how dark it was, how realistic it was. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it was very Nolan-esque. Right. And probably even more realistic. Yeah. Than Nolan. You know what I mean? Right. Like, at one point, you see this in the previews, he's driving around on a regular motorcycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, even, like, the Batmobile looks like a regular car that he kind of, like, modified. Souped up. Wait, oh, wait till you see. But, yeah. um... Like, but like, yeah, it's like the the motorcycle doesn't have like a big bat logo on it and shit like you normally would see. Like it, it, and he was, like, he's like wearing a helmet. Like yeah. He's kind of like cover undercover. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of a recluse. Yeah. At this point. No, it doesn't show his face much. You know, in public yeah. or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, I dug it. I thought, man, this is good. And who, who I was really impressed with was John Totora. Yeah. I was like, God damn. What are you playing Falcone? I mean, I was like, oh, and he was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I'm serious. Like I was shocked on how well, um, how good he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, man, this is badass. Um, yes, it's long. Um, but it needs to be this long. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess they could have cut some things out, but I enjoyed the epic. Yeah. I enjoyed that three hours. Um, so at not one time I was bored. It was a story that just kept going. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm sure they could have left some stuff out, but. I felt that everything was there, you know, played a part. Yeah. I mean, like, I liked it. I There wasn't anything about it I didn't like. Good. I liked the fight scenes. I liked the realism of it. Um, yeah, but I was really impressed with John Zatura. I was Not like, like, man... Man, this guy is. I mean, I I always like John Turner no matter what he's in, even in shitty Transformer movies. I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Will Brother Art though. I mean, like I I appreciate yeah. the guy from that standpoint. He's a damn fine actor. Yeah. Yeah. He is, but he was really good as Falcon. Now, the oddball question, but yeah, I have to ask it. Mm. Like you're talking about the realism that, that this movie's bringing in. And so because of that, because of that realism, like, do you believe this is a universe where there could be an alien from Krypton in another city? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe. Yeah. There's not really any reference to any of that. Right. And this is straight old Gotham. I like this world. What's going yeah. on now. Um. I do. I. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if an Aquaman even fits. Yeah, it feels like, like it's, from all the trailers and stuff, it, it felt like this was like it's, and I feel like DC's doing this. It's just it's its own thing. Like they don't want it to be interconnected anymore, in a way. 
Right. Like, I think right. they're sticking with Momoa as Aquaman because he's a home run as Aquaman. I think they're sticking with Gail Godot as Wonder Woman because she's a home run as Wonder Woman. But I think overall, like, that whole, like, everything's connected type of universe that they were trying to build, I think they've just dissolved it and said, fuck it, we don't care. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I liked... I but at know. the same time, then, like, you know, you've got the Flash movie coming out now next year. Yeah. And, you know, that's connected. And, like, somehow whatever universe the Keaton Batman is in, apparently the Batgirl movie, he's in that as well. So it's like, I don't I don't know what they're doing. It, it kind of frustrates me a little bit because it's like, what what's... What's what's the connection? What's not connected? Yeah, and this sort of had more of a Gotham vibe, but darker. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is good. I've heard nothing but good there was things only, about it. Yeah, there was only one point in the movie where it was like, like I can almost hear myself saying, "Where is she?" You know what I mean? But yeah, there is a there is only a couple moments like that. Like it wasn't yeah crazy. Like I don't want to compare him to like I hate that like we cause, and I do it. I'm I'm guilty of it, and I don't want to compare him to like the other people who have played Batman. But you can't help it because there have been so many at this point. Mm. But like is this your Batman now? Like, is this the guy that you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, he, he's, he, from what I know about Batman, this is the guy who's playing Batman. Cause it's still, for me, it's, it's, it's fucking Affleck. He's come the closest yeah. to being the comic book Batman, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I like that bats too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think this is like, what makes this interesting is we're so early on yeah. with him that we get to see an evolution of him versus right. everyone else that was kind of established. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Like, Bale was established. Well, I mean, Bale was established through three movies. I mean, Batman Begins is the yeah. origin story of Batman. Yeah. No, I mean, I get that. Yeah. But... There's some time lapse there too, as I can remember. Well, I mean, yeah, he's done a couple old. weeks. But well, okay, yeah, between I think I think between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight, there's a two year gap. Yeah. And then between the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, I think it's ten years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so they're saying like ten years of you know. Because, I mean, it was like, I think the 10th, 10th anniversary of the death of Harvey Dent or something that they were celebrating with the, that, yeah. at that party or something, you know, so. You'll be the better judge than me. I, I yeah. like I said, I enjoyed the film. But you I, should I think, see it. I don't know if you haven't right. seen it yet. Of all these movies, yeah. you should be seeing this one. Um, and I enjoyed, um, like, the darkness of it. I'm excited to see his evolution, you know, Bruce Wayne coming out of the shell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the more involvement of Alfred. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I, I like the ending to this. I didn't see it coming, even though in my mind I said this can't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's going on? But the ending necessarily throw me. It just. I thought it was just well done. Yeah. It's pretty good. You have to see it. Yeah. I got I gotta see it. I mean, it's... <laughs> it is one but... of those movies and I and I don't know why. I just wasn't excited for it. Yeah. Like I don't know why that is. I mean it looked good. It looked like a very good Batman movie. Like, I was intrigued to see it. I, you know, I wasn't upset about any of the casting or anything like that. You know, I was willing to give I'm willing to give Robert Pattinson a a, a try. Um, you know, I think like you know Zoe Kravitz is is uh, Selena Kyle. I think that's probably inspired casting in a way. Yeah. You know, uh, but I mean, so there's a lot of the cast. Like I, I looked at, it, I said, oh, this this is a very good cast. Um, it's just for some reason like. I just wasn't excited to see this movie. It kind of snuck up on me. I was like, oh, yeah, Batman came out this weekend. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. like this odd thing of like, you know, oh, okay, it's sad. I guess I should see it at some point. And then, or maybe I can just wait 45 days and I'll catch it on HBO Max. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's just it's an odd thing with like a, usually a Batman movie has me very excited. And this yeah. one I was just kind of flat about, and I don't know why. I think I like this too because it was like a it, it came across as a lot of crime detective stuff. Yeah. Like piecing together the clues and trying to figure this out and just letting the story unfold and Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I liked. You know what I mean? I liked it versus okay, here's this baddie and we're going to get him. You know what I mean? And we know yeah. who this is. So it's like them trying to figure out who it is and then the yeah, you just have to see it. I mean, like, I, I like the inner interconnections between everybody. And yeah, yeah, as the story unfolds, you'll see, you know, it's more of like them trying to figure things out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Him yeah. working closer, closely with the commissioner. Alfred's involved. Everyone's trying to figure this fucking thing out. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I, yeah. I, I liked it. I think that's why I followed it so closely, you know. It wasn't like it wasn't like over the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I, like I get was, that. There wasn't like shit ton thousand gadgets and Yeah. You know. It was very realistic. Yeah. As as unrealistic as something like this can be, it's very realistic. I like the penguin. Yeah. I thought I thought that was good, you know. Yeah, the penguin was good, and the Riddler I liked. So I mean, like I know with eight, I mean, it almost came across as like a seven or something. It was, it was. Yeah, they said they took a lot of good. like, they took a lot of inspiration from seven. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't read that. I just said that because yeah. that's kind of what it reminds me of. Yeah. Like a lot of like serial killer stuff, they 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 talked about like taking some stuff from seven, like being inspired by it, you know. So that doesn't surprise me that, that came across to you. But uh, yeah. like so I, I guess like you know they're doing I you know 
like a Gotham PD TV show on HBO Max set in this uh-huh. universe, this, this Bat universe. Um, right. Would that be something you're looking forward to? Maybe. Like, you know, I know what I mean? Like, I like the universe, but I also like, I, I really liked him as Batman. So, I mean, yeah. like, I, I kind of like, I want to see more of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I sort of like, it's sort of like, uh, uh, what was the show called? Uh, Marvel. Uh, Daredevil. Agent Coulson and Shield. Oh, Agents of Shield. Yeah, I never really watched Shield. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like, yeah, I like it and I find it interesting, but I not as interesting as you know what I mean. I don't know. Right. Like, I, I I feel like the like um like with the 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 Gotham PD show. Like I know, um, the guy who played the Penguin, he signed on to do episodes of that. Um, yeah. You know, you know, so I think it's going to be a little bit more like maybe you don't get, you know, Batman showing up, but you know, you you are going to see some some more of that universe per se. Yeah, and it's not we'll like you know, yeah, it's not like oh yeah, by the way, that's where the penguin hangs out. Let's give him a wave, you know. You're going to see some more. I like Agents of Shield. Like the funny thing about Agents of Shield was it was like the, the premise was supposed to be like, you know people without powers in a world where powers are being, you know, are, you know, prevalent now. How do you fight that? You know? And I mean, that just went off the rails. Yeah. You know, but that's uh, not what it was. Yeah. But I feel like a Gotham PD show would be like interesting because I mean, like, you know, you, you talk about like, you know, there's still like the crime families, you know, the Gotham crime families and stuff like that that you could deal with. Which I think yeah. is where Gotham went wrong. Like Gotham was so busy trying to like, oh look, here's also the origin of the Riddler, and oh look, here's the origin of the Joker, and oh look, here's the origin of the Mad Hatter, and oh look, here's you, you know, they were so busy trying to jam in all of these villains that Batman has before Batman shows up. Right, right. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like like a show like, if you're gonna focus on like, okay, like, you know. Here's Commissioner Gordon. Here's his his trusted unit. These are the guys he trusts the most, and he's using them to fight organized crime in Gotham. Right, right. You know, and you have side view. Like, okay, oh yeah, here here's here's the Penguin. We got to deal with him to get to the so and so. You know, that could be more interesting, I think, than yeah, like that where the failure of Gotham was. It be, tried too hard to be a, a Batman show without Batman. I think this will try to be a a show set in that universe a little bit more than just trying yeah. to be the origin story for all of Goth, you know, Gotham's major bad guys. Yeah, yeah. I we'll see. I I just I like like I yeah. said I liked it. I thought that um, it was worth my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um. I completely enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't move. It kept going for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the Riddler. I, I get the Joker scene. Like, the Joker scene you saw was deleted. 
Yeah. Like the Joker scene in the movie is about a minute. Yeah. It's you know what I mean. It's nothing. Yeah. You have to see it, but um, it's not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did enjoy that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of all things, they they cut out. I don't know why they cut that out, but um, it it doesn't really fit though. Thinking back on the movie, I mean, it kind of did, but then you're going down another alley. You're going down like it, Hannibal Lecter alley, and yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. It, it felt like Lecter and Clarice, like you know, yeah, giving, and I, he, he's giving him the, the the files, and he's like, I need to know who this is. What can you tell me about him? You yeah, know? and yeah, and I I don't think it needed to go there. I don't yeah. think the, the movie developed enough on its own where he didn't right. need to see that, right. Um. Yeah, and I liked how violent he was. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like I got, like there's a lot of pent up shit there. Man. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. Like, and like it's not, you know, you know, you just have to see it. It's, it's good. I, okay. I quite enjoyed it. There's one scene where I was like, oh shit, man. That's, Yeah, I almost stood up at one scene. I was just like, Whoa. yeah. Like, I'm just gonna say the introduction of the Batmobile. That's not gonna, yeah, take you anywhere. It's not gonna spoil anything because you all know it's in there. But the introduction right. of that mother, I was like, ah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of my favorite parts. But nice. Yeah, you gotta see the movie. Because I want to hear your opinion. I mean, you're more the Batman expert than me. I'll, I'll, as soon as I see you, I'll let you know. Yeah, please. Like, I will. I, I, I'll, I'll certainly discuss it. I mean, obviously, I mean, we're discussing on the show, but like, I got, I will. I'll let you know. Because like, I'm like, again, like, I'm just not in a rush to see. I don't know why. I'm just not in a rush to see it. Like, it's like I can see freeze in this world. Yeah, like a well done, I mean? like a well done freeze. Much more so than I could in even the movies, you know, before. Yeah, like I can really see freeze in this world. Yeah, like what they've created with this, I can really see him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like makes sense. Actually, I can see all of them. Because I mean, if you think about it, most of Batman's villains are pretty gothic. And dark. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean to an extent. I mean, I think the 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 top tier villains. Like there are some like I mean like Clayface, like yeah, like you know, I, I like I could see it working, but I can also see it like you know being really fucking bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I can see Freeze. Yeah. Done well. Not with yeah. the shit that we saw in the movies. The freeze we saw in the cartoon. Yeah. More of that. More of that apparatus. Yeah. Um. You know, like we've seen Penguin. I like what they've done with Penguin. Yeah. Um. But I would love to see Scarecrow. But like yeah. all these villains just. They just seem to fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Joker fit in in Batman. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to see like the, the next one they do. I don't want to see a Joker focused Batman. No, I'm, I'm good with Joker. Yeah, like I, I'm, you know what I mean. I, and it's it's not like you know, it's just I, I you know Batman's really a deep bench. Like there are a lot yeah. of other characters. Like I love to see him do a hush. Um, I like to see them try you know try doing like the Court of Owls. Um, you know, which is the one everybody talks about. Like, we want to see the Court of Owls, and that would be pretty badass to do. Um, yeah. you know, but like there are some other characters that like like you said, like I, I a really good scarecrow movie would be would be fun. Like I mean, I thought they did a good job of Scarecrow in, in Batman Begins. So I don't know. But but like, that could be done better, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I mean, like it fit for the Nolan verse, and I, I kind of dug the whole the whole deal. But at the same time, like I, it could have been done better. Um, uh, a, a, a Hugo Hugo Strange would be fun. Um, like a character, you couldn't do a whole movie around him. Um, uh, but the the puppeteer, like, is like his, like I can see like him, like being like part of the crime family. Yeah. You know, um, there, there, there's just there's a lot of interesting characters that you can go down the rabbit hole with a little bit, and you know, and really do a good movie with. Like I, 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 I hate to say it, but I, I wouldn't want to see them touch Two Face because I think like what they did with Two Face in The Dark Knight was so fucking good. Like I don't want to see that touched again for a while. Yeah, I think they should let Harvey Dent just rest. A yeah, bit. but at the same time, like the Har the Harvey the whole Harvey Dent character is so fucking interesting, and from the yeah. sound of things, like in this universe that you're talking about, he would really make sense. Yeah, he would. You know what I mean? And I think it could be done right, but it's hard. It's hard for me, to like say, like oh, I want to see him do a Harvey Dent because it was really done very well in The Dark Knight. Yeah. The only thing I kind of complain I have is Commissioner Gordon seemed a little old for me. But that was about it. Yeah. He was just a little bit too old. But, See, you I know, like the, old, I old looks young. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that character. Though. Like, like the guy who played him. I mean, um, yeah. I can't think of his name, but like he's in like a... a Westworld and a few other things. Yeah, you know, he's, I mean he's, he's a good. bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no doubt. Yeah, he's very involved in this movie, but I mean, it's just like now. I just want to hear your opinion when you see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I'll have one. Because it was, it was something that I enjoyed. Yeah, you know, I wasn't really nervous about it because I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's either going to be like, good or bad. Like, I, I, I had no doubt this is going to be a good movie. Like, I, again, I, I don't know what my problem is where I'm just like, oh, yeah, Batman movie came out. Okay. I'll get around to it. <laughs> I think it's just my, my general malaise with, with DC at this point. DC and Warner yeah. Brothers just asked me, like, just like, so, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I I did watch, but <laughs> I watched what what DC and Warner Brothers does well, and that was I, I watched a uh, an animated movie today, uh, Injustice. 
Okay. It's a DC Comics, but it's based off of there's a video game called Injustice. Mm. And the the basic premise is the Joker kills Lois Lane and blows up Metropolis with like a nuclear device. Oh fuck. Because he got tired of losing the Batman, so he put, he says I wanted to go to easy mode and I decided to fuck with Superman. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the joke, the, the Joker's whole thing is like, you know, just you wait. This is gonna push him over the edge, and Batman tells him like, no, he'll always be the good man. I know that he is. Well, Superman shows up and puts his fist through Joker's chest. Really? Yeah. And this becomes like Superman, like basically laying down Superman law. Like, you know, so like you know, the whole thing becomes like, you know, when a god decides to take over, how do you overthrow the god? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and like some people like take his side. Like Wonder Woman's like, you know, who's like a total authoritarian herself anyway. Like, you know, yeah, he's right. We need to, we need to just fucking take over, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, holy shit. But Batman's so, like, I don't think. So. Yeah, Batman's like. This isn't how we do things. No, you know. So yeah. it, it 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 was like I, I'm not gonna delve into it too deep, but I enjoyed it. Like as a as a cartoon, I liked the story that it told. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done. Um, the fun thing I found out after the fact is the voice of Batman was Ensign Mount. Really? Yeah. That's- I was like, no wonder Batman was so cool. Yeah. But like there's like these great mo- like it, it's interesting because it's like and I get like it's it, it's like okay the Joker kills Lois Lane and she was pregnant and he destroys Metropolis that pushes Superman over the edge to the point that he's gonna be an authoritarian and in the same movie Dick Grayson dies and Bat and Batman holds it together yeah. You know, and there's like this great moment though, like where like Superman comes to Catwoman and goes, you know, Nightwing died. You need to go to him. And she goes to him and he's like like just punching this like uh like one of those like sparring things. And it's like just covered in blood because his fists are bleeding. He's been punching for so long and so hard. And she stops him and she takes off his mask and is just like just for one day, you can fall apart, and I'll hold you together. Yeah. And it was like such a like, it was like that is fucking brilliant. Like that was a brilliant yeah. moment there, and he does he breaks down for her like it was like like so well done. I was like, I can't believe this is a fucking cartoon. <laughs> this is brilliant writing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Overall, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I I, I liked it a lot. And uh, if you're into the DC animated projects and you have HBO Max, I'd highly recommend checking that out. That's cool. I'd highly recommend checking out any of their 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 cartoon movies with for DC. I think they do a fantastic job with the majority of them. There aren't many I would say, hey, that's that's a stinker. Yeah. You know, they do a really good job, especially like like. With Batman, The Long Halloween, one and two. 
that was really really well done. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Batman Hush was also it dive it 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 strayed from the the book, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, it's controversial, but you know the uh, the Batman um, the Killing Joke is really really well done, especially yeah. with people doing some class some of those classic lines from the comic book as as the Joker. So like. I would highly recommend like watching any of those. Like they're they're all very very good. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. That's all I watched this week. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Head there. Oh, all right. so, so speaking of that was live a live version of stranglehold i was listening to there is there the 31st greatest guitar solo ever by guitar world magazine i was like wow thought we had but um <laughs> speaking of live music i saw metallica's coming to town you're gonna go yeah i think the girls got me tickets for my birthday oh wow that's got to be exciting. Yeah, should be. I don't know where it's at, though. PNC Park, I think. Oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, like, honestly, like, I, I know what your answer is going to be, but um, yeah. do you honestly think they're going to put on, like, a phenomenal yeah. show? Yeah, they do. They put on a phenomenal show. They do. I. Music speaks for itself. I understand that, but like, it's like, yeah, it's not like the stands. It's not. Well, no, it, it is. Like, yeah, I mean, it is, but it's. I don't know. I, any any live recording I've seen of them, yeah, has been good. You know. Since their last album. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you're going for the old stuff. That's what you're going for. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't want to hear him sit here and play anything off of St. Anger. But, <laughs> you know. But what I'm saying is they, their show is, it's sort of Maiden-esque in a sense. Yeah. Maiden plays all their old shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Metallica right. does the same. It's just it's, 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 it's one of those things like I mean I, I, I was watching the Stones, and it was like a concert from a couple years ago. I mean they still looked and sounded phenomenal. You know, Mick is mm-hmm. at seventy something still running around the stage like he's a twenty something, you know. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's just that, that thing of, like, how long until, like, you hit the wall? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like, especially heavy metal is like a young man's band, like a young man's game. Yeah. You know? 
And it's like just it's, it's one of those things. I, I don't know. Like I mean, what they're in their late fifties now, early sixties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Maybe I mean, yeah. Like, it's just it's, nah. it's one of those things. Like fifties. Yeah. Like I just saw like Def Leppard released a new album. And I was listening to like the like the the new track, and I was just like, "This is fucking awful," and they look horrific. Like you know, like it's just it's that funny thing of like, I'm I'm at a point like where I want the legends to kind of go away. You know, I, I don't know. It's like it's that weird thing of like, you know, I yeah, mean, but I know, you don't like, really like anything new either. No, I don't. I don't. So where's that? Where's that leave you? I mean, that, that leaves me with, you know, listening to the music of my youth. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to be reminded that they're old. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, my parents saw Def Leppard in 1980 like, in Cleveland at the uh, the World Series of Rock and Roll, the old Cleveland yeah. Municipal Stadium. And they were still, I think, 17. They were yeah. underage, you know, performing at this massive show in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so it's like this thing of like, I don't know, I, 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 just, I want to re- remember Def Leppard as the band from Pyromania, not the, these 60-something-year-old <laughs> guys trying to recapture their youth one more time and make a buck. Yeah. You know. I hear you. It's an odd thing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's a... I mean, I, I, it's, it's weird because, like, like, you know, like Paul McCartney sells out. Yeah. You know, still to this day, Paul McCartney can sell out any arena in the world in minutes. Right. You know, um, the Stones sell out in minutes. Like, it's, you know, um, you know, the, I mean, there's that. It's was it Poison, Motley Crue, Death Leopard, and I think Joan Jett. Yeah, like you know, that's a stadium tour. That's like, that's Heinz Field. That's yeah. sold out. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's this weird thing of of like. like I I don't, know, I don't know how to express it. Like, I just it's like, I don't want to see you on stage like this like especially like, like you, you look at like vince Neil, like dear god vince Neil, get in the shape you know? <laughs> don't go out there and make a fool of yourself singing girls 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 like that you know? michael still performs well though yeah i mean a lot of them do like i mean there's a lot of those like and it's like funny because like, i mean when i saw the stones i saw the stones in 95 and i thought yeah, this might be the last tour. Boy, was I fucking wrong. You know, <laughs> almost 30 yeah. years later, they're still out there. Um, right. You know, it's just it's 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 just an odd thing of like, I guess as long as you can make money, you should you know, go out there and do it. I guess. Right. You know, but like I just like I remember like that, that one Super Bowl. 
the Colts and the Saints and the Who uh-huh. was the halftime show. And they yeah. just sounded awful. They were yeah. horrible. And I was like, oh, that's just sinful. You know, you're the fucking Who. <laughs> This, I, right. this this shouldn't be this bad, you know. Right. It's like it's, it's like watching a great athlete. It's like watching like Ben Roethlisberger limp through his last season, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you 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 you're watching Ben this year, and you're like, man, he's a ghost of what he used to be. I remember, I remember, you know. And it's kind of the same yeah. thing with like like rock bands. It's like you know, yeah, I, I remember, but I mean, you you you're still selling out everywhere you go the same with metallica yeah. you know so i mean it's just it's, it's an odd thing of like like I, I just don't want to see them like go out there and be a shell of what they used to be yeah i don't think it, i'm not worried about them yeah 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 i get that i'm just not with that band yeah I mean, there are a few, like, I mean, like, anytime I see Robert Plant perform, I'm just, like, cringing. Cause it's like, dude, you just don't have it anymore. I'm sorry. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. you should not be performing Led Zeppelin songs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and, and that's sad to say. Like, you know, I mean, Robert right. Plant at one point, like, I mean, he was a voice. He was a, a fucking sex god, you know. He was, like, yeah. this amazing, like godlike being sent from the heavens to you know bring the thunder and now it's like he's like this wisp of a man who like when he sings it's like oh please please don't please don't <laughs> you know so yeah we'll i get it i get it So, I found this interesting bit of information that you'll appreciate. Okay. Because it involves David Cronenberg. Okay. Like, David Cronenberg is an interesting cat, by the way. Like, some of the stuff he's done and some of the stuff he's directed is very, very interesting. And, like... He he directed a movie called The History of A History of Violence. Right. And this this was um it was based off of a a graphic novel. It starred the great Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. And it holds a distinction, not only being a very good movie, not even being a Cronenberg movie, which I like I didn't even realize. Like I don't know why that eluded me that Cronenberg directed that movie. Right. But right. um it has the distinction of being the last major studio project to be released on VHS. Really? Yeah. Like there were some other movies that were released like, a little bit after that, that, but they were not major studio movies. They were mostly like independent stuff. Um, yeah. This, this is 2006. So this is the last major studio m- picture to be released on VHS and it's a Cronenberg film. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But he's an interesting like Cronenberg. Like I, I, I realize it, and I mean, and we watch him on Star Trek Discovery. Speaking of which, we got, we need to discuss the, the the finale of that. Did you watch that all the yeah, way yeah. through yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
like Cronenberg directed like that. He, direct, he directed, you know, a, a history of violence. He, he directed um, Eastern Promises, which also had Viggo Mortensen in it. And it's just like, he's an interesting cat. Like, he doesn't pigeonhole himself. Nah. Like, I always assume, like, he just, like, did horror movies until I started, like, kind of uh-huh. digging into his career a little bit. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, sure, he directed The Fly, but he directed a lot of other interesting shit. Oh, yeah. You know. He's, a, he's an interesting cat. I need to dig more into him. <laughs> yeah. He's, I don't know how far you want to dig into Grunt. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either, but, like, he, but, like, he has an interesting career. Yeah, he does. You know. <sighs> but it's hard to believe, like, the other side that I want to talk about like, is, like, it's hard to believe that, like, in 2006, they were still making, like, they were releasing movies on VHS. Yeah, how weird is that? Yeah. That's, like, there was, like, like this weird, very weird, like, in the, like, the late 80s, this very weird moment where, like, you could order something on CD, cassette, or eight track. Yeah. You know, like like eight tracks yeah, yeah. are still being made and sold. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's the same thing here, like this interesting, like, and like that late into the two thousands is surprising because like at that point, like, you know, DVD was becoming what was prominent, and then but Blu-ray was making its way. Blu-ray and HD DVD was making its way into the you know, into the systems as well. Like HDTV was becoming more and more prominent come 2006. Right. You know, I mean, it was still in its infancy, but it was it was booming at that point. You know, a lot right. of stuff was becoming, you know, available on HD at that time. Um, you know, the the war between Blu-ray and HD DVD was was starting. You know, it, you know. I mean, it would probably be another couple of years before Blu-ray would kind of take over the market and HD would become the prominent form. But it's like it's just surprising that like 2006, we're still like you know, you know there were still v- movies available on VHS. Right. You know. It's nuts, sir. It is. It's it's kind of crazy to think about. Like you know, that's a a good 30 year run to VHS tape at. Right. It is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> VHS. And it's like it's like it's but it's also like hard to believe like at this point like they still release stuff on DVD. Yeah, right. You know, like you would think it would just it'd be Blu-ray would be the thing that they sold everything on at this point, but apparently there are still people who buy DVDs. Yeah. You know. It's true. Like I want, I just want to yeah, know like they, they they have like an old DVD player that they're like running into a like a 32 inch old old school tube TV. <laughs> yeah. You know. I don't know. Had, had to buy had to buy the uh, the digital converter box. Well, I still have a VCR. We rarely that use it. That doesn't surprise me though, because like I mean, you 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 like older tech, 
like you collect older tech in a way, like especially like with the gaming systems and stuff like that. But yeah, like like it, it wouldn't surprise me if you came up if you called me one day and you were like, I found this Betamax. Oh, I I, I I almost bought one. That have you? You have one? No. 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 I bought a. I found a Blazer disc at Goodwill one time. Oh my. Yeah, and I couldn't. Uh, um, I couldn't get it to work. Uh, I envied people who had laser discs. I know. <laughs> like I did. Like it because like. <laughs> it's a weird thing because people for people who don't know if you are a young person you're like what the fuck is a laser disc it was like a, a the size of a vinyl record yeah but it it, it was like the, the the first version of a, a compact this was the size of a vinyl record and you had this gigantic player you had to put it in uh-huh. but it gave you like this crystal clear picture yeah and like I'll never forget, like, the thing I loved about, like, they would do odd stuff with those. Uh-huh. Like, as far as, like, extras. Like, I'll never forget, we had our friend Tom, who lived in New York City. He had a laser disc player. Mm. And he sent us, you know, he, he when he recorded for us Blade Runner. And he sent us the, uh, on, on video cassette. And so the first time I saw Blade Runner was, you know, this copy from a from a laser disc player onto VHS. Right. But at the end of it, if if you watch all the way through the credits, at the end of it, uh-huh. there was a quiz. And it was like like what was the the, the what was the the uh the total of Deckard's phone call you know from the bar? What was the um what was Deckard's room number? What was uh, the color of so and so's shirt? In the, yeah, it was an oddball shit like that. Like you're like, holy fuck! I've never seen something like this before. You right. know, so you're like you write down your answers, and you then at the end of it, like after a couple minutes, I like you know, it gave you the answers. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so that became for me like upon repeat viewings, I was trying to remember. The quiz so i could remember the answers like oh okay that's right. the door they're talking about it's uh six okay De- decker's number six you know it was shit like that was a fun thing for me like but that was right. all because you came off of a v8 off of a laser disc <clears throat> they were pretty neat they were they, i mean I only was like, a couple. yeah and it was like if somebody had a laser disc player it was like like they were the epitome of cool. Like they had, it wasn't because they had money, but it was like because they were willing to spend that kind of money for that quality. Right, right. And the best was like, you know, like you, you get halfway through the movie, and you had to flip it over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like come up with a picture and say, you know, please flip over disc to side B. You're like, oh shit, okay. Get to watch the rest of the movie. I'm there. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Laser discs. Yeah. 
I mean, that had a long lifespan too. Oddly enough, like I can remember yeah. going into like um, Suncoast Video, and they had a section for oh, yeah, laser yeah. discs. Yeah. You know, going over and flipping through and seeing like all the cool, like, and they were set up beautifully, like, like, because it was like album size, so you had like the like you know, it was in an album cover. Like yeah, yeah. They, they like have these like beautiful setups with it and everything. Like oh fuck, fuck! I just get a VHS tape, motherfucker! I, I want a laser disc so bad. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Yeah, good, good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So I got that bit of news, and I got this tidbit that tickled my fancy. Mm. Now, normally, I don't report on this stuff anymore because so often we start talking about shit like this, and it falls through. But this apparently has some legs underneath it, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Apparently... There, we're we're in a point where there's going to be a live action Voltron movie finally, and the guy okay. who directed Red Notice, uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber, will be directing the movie. Okay. Um. And apparently that there is a bidding war on who is going to actually, uh, you know, have the rights to distribute this, and it's between uh, Warner Brothers, Universal, Amazon. And a few other studios, uh, you know, looking for a chance to bring Voltron to life. Okay. Surprisingly, Netflix, not interested. Really? And the reason I say surprising is because, you know, they had a very they had, first off, you, you know, that's the home of the the original cartoon. You can watch the original cartoon on on Netflix, but also. Yeah. You know, they did a, a revival a couple years ago that I, I talked about um, on this show, uh, Voltron yeah. Legendary Defender, which was really, really well done. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I'm surprised, like, based upon the success they had with that with that cartoon series, that they would not be pursuing this as a an in-house project for themselves. Yeah. That's weird, right? Yeah. You think they'd jump on that? <laughs> exactly. I, I, I mean, between, I mean, Red Notice was a movie directed by, you know, that was a movie that was a Netflix original, you know, so that's like, you know, one of their guys, that, you know, mm-hmm. that he directed the movie for them, and you know, and it's a project that they've had in house as far as the animated series. So you'd think like it just makes sense, but no interest. It's weird. Yeah. I know you're not a big fan of like the the cartoon series, but like would like an anim would like a, a a live action version of Voltron interest you? Yeah, if it was done well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm interested in any kind of gigantic robot. Right. Done well. Like I, I'm hoping like. I would imagine you'd have to do it as like a, like for it to really work, it'd have to be a trilogy. 
I, you know, I hate to say that, you know, because we always talk about that. Like, yeah, no, it's got to be a trilogy. You know, it's going to do it right. Got to yeah. be a trilogy. Um, but I, I feel like, like the first movie would just be like, if you do it right, it should be like trying to find the lions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, here are these guys. They stumble upon, you know, the castle. They wake up the princess, you know, everything kind of, you know, she talks about, you know, well, we, you know, Voltron, the legendary defender, give, gives the mythos of Voltron, and we have to find the lions. And so the first movie should be like them trying to find the lions while the, right. the villain is kind of pursuing them. And at the end of it, you know, they find the fifth lion and form Voltron, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, that would be like this badass thing. Like, you know, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. You know, so like, I mean, the first movie would just, as a, as an origin, would just be like, we need to find these five fucking lines now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, like, after that, like, you know, the second and third movie would just be like, you know, how do we, how do we beat the bad guy? Like, the second movie, I guess, would be like, you know, oh shit, the bad guy has the upper hand, you know? The yeah. lions have, have been scattered, and the the final movie is like you know, Voltron Force coming back together and and rallying to to save the universe. Only to find out there's even bigger baddie behind that. <laughs> you know, I think it was Prince what yeah. Prince Zarkon. So you like you do Prince Zarkon first, and then his father, the king. After that, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, like I mean, it could be. It could be a really good series if you did it right, like, especially yeah. as, a, as a first trilogy. And if you know, maybe going from there. Yeah. But it's just it's like that thing of like, particularly Voltron. It's had so many starts and stops over the years where people have been like, okay, yeah, we got the rights and we're gonna do it, and nothing fucking happens. So this is like the first time I feel like like looking at like what's going on, like wow, this really has wheels. This is really moving along. This could really like right. pick up some steam and get going. Yeah, you know. I hope, but I mean, like, we'll see. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's horrible. Oh, I turn into Power Rangers movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That that one that they released a couple years ago was pretty fucking good. Now I'm talking about like this series. Okay. The Power Rangers series. I hope yeah, I know, what you're I know what you're talking about. I'm going to say this. The first one was very good. The second one, Power Rangers Turbo, that was ass. <laughs> God. <laughs> I will defend the first movie, even though Ivan News was a pretty shitty villain. I'm talking about the series. Yeah. On TV. Yeah. And I just don't want the movie to turn out like that. Okay. I get that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I just I don't think it'll be that bad. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. You're exactly right. <laughs> I think it'll be badass to like see like Voltron on a big screen. That would be pretty sweet. Oh yeah. I'm not like denying a, that. Yeah. I think it'll look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, if you can make, you know, 
what a <laughs> name a gypsy uh gypsy danger. If you can make gypsy danger look good, you know. Oh man, it's that good. Yeah. <laughs> First one was so good. Gentlemen, get your money ready. Coming to the stage one, Gypsy Danger. <laughs> yeah, the little Nugent playing in the background as she hits the stage. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Like, the first Pacific Rim movie is so fucking good. That second one is so fucking bad. Oh man. It is. It is fucking awful. I just, I don't, how can you ruin something like that? I don't know. It baffles me. You could have gone so far with that. You just ruined it. Yeah. Man. Anyway. I can't. That one hurt my soul. Like that 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 <laughs> sequel was so fucking bad. Like I don't know which is worse, the sequel to, to Pacific Rim or the sequel to Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Because that was fucking horrible, too. Like, I mean, that I mean, that was even worse, maybe. You know, it could have been worse. But that one didn't hurt as badly. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it was just like, OK, this is just going to suck. I know it's going to suck. Like I had high hopes for Pacific Rim too, and it still like just hurt me that they were like that fucking bad. Yeah, it was bad. You know know what I watched the other day that's really bad too? But for some reason I always watch this one. It's Battleship. Oh yeah. That's a terrible movie. But I fucking love it. I don't know what I don't know why. I think it reminds me of I don't know what it reminds me of. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I get that. Like, I mean. If they would have not just done the ending, I think it would have been okay. Yeah. Like, if they would have done a different ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? Firing up I the, think old, it, the old ship and everything. That was bad. Yeah, I think, I think even firing up the old ship was cool. Yeah. But, you know. It was like 85-year-old men running this ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Carrying yeah. like a 2,000-pound fucking torpedo. Yeah. I mean, come on. Child, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It just didn't make a lot, whole lot of... I mean, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But the premise was good. I liked it. I liked like, it. If, if it hadn't been called Battleship, like, I think that's the problem. Like, that movie has the stigma of, like, okay, this is based off of, you know, this game that we've all played for our entire lives. You know? Oh, right. You know, and this is what they came up with. Like, yeah, thank yeah. God they didn't make the Slinky movie. <laughs> you know like like Hasbro has that problem of like we're trying to like make like like you know chicken salad out of chicken shit and like you know 
These, this is the hand we're dealt, and uh, yeah, we can't do it. Like, if you can't get G.I. Joe right, don't go making Battleship. <laughs> right. You know, until you yeah. get a decent G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how you fucked this up. Maybe, maybe go back and get the writers from the cartoon, if they're still alive, and have them do this. Because right. whoever you've got doing it now sucks. I don't know how you can fuck up a G.I. Joe movie, because it's already laid out in front of you. And they've done it three times. Yeah. We forget they released that Snake Eyes movie. It was fucking awful. I watched it. Was it bad? I didn't it's see it. bad. Like, I'm just like watching it going, how did you fuck this up? It's fucking Snake Eyes. Yeah, and Storm Shadow. How do you Shadow, fuck up right? this character? Yeah, and Storm Shadow. How do you fuck this up? Yeah. Like, I, uh, like, until you give me a decent G.I. Joe movie, Hasbro, don't do not do anything else. I don't need to see a Ruby's Cube movie. I, You know, just <laughs> give me a decent G.I. Joe film. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. I don't know how you can fuck G.I. Joe up. Yeah. I mean, it's all in front of you. I mean, they have there fucked There are so many ha- storylines you can go with that, I don't know, even the characters have been developed. I mean, Marvel did a better develop. job. Marvel comic books did a better job of doing this story than fucking Hollywood writers did. Yeah. Like, the Marvel comic books, like, I, I remember, like, they were badass comic books. I was like, this is amazing. This is great yeah. writing. You go back and it's still half decent writing. You're like, how come these guys aren't fucking writing the movie? Because whoever <laughs> they've got doing it doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. No. Terrible. I mean, and they have fucked Transformers in the ass. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how you fucked that up either. Yeah. Oh, they did it. Yeah. I mean, there are some redeemers. I mean, you know, three, a one, three, and Bumblebee. You know, those are good movies, but, you know, o- overall. Oh, that Transformers, the last one? Oh. Oh, what was it? Not Dark that of the Moon. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, that was bad. bad. Yeah, the, the last one that had Mark Wahlberg in it. Whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, that was horrible. That was. That was fucking awful. Oh. That was and that was like three so hours long. Yeah, I don't know. What a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But wow, yeah, like they, they they redeem themselves with like Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee was really good. Really good. Like I mean that was better than it should have been. Yeah, that was a sleeper. Yeah. Like you and I rated shit all over that movie. And then like when I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking good. I know. I was ready to shit on it because I was like, after that last Transformers movie, I, I was like, my faith is gone in this yeah. in this franchise. Because that last movie was so fucking horrible. It was. It fucking was. Like it. Like I don't know who greenlit that turd, but yeah, 
you know, I hope they rot in hell. Oh, I just thought this was phenomenal. This, yeah. This, the Bumblebee was so good. Truly. It's yeah. like a really good movie. It was. How do you make something that good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, that's the thing that kills me is, like, that movie was so fucking good. Like, the, like whatever they have, I can't remember. It's like Beast something or other. Has me nervous. But yet I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, if Michael Bay's not involved and they got more of the people from Bumblebee doing it, maybe it's going to be okay. I don't know. What is it? I can't remember. Transformers, it's, Be- it's not Beast Wars. Oh, God. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, Rise of the Beasts. Plot is unknown, but reportedly based off the Transformers spinoff Beast Wars, which features robots that transform into robotic animals. Okay. Ron Perlman will be voicing Optimus Primal. I just, I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. I, I, I was out of Transformers by that time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just don't care. They've never really done it right. So. One was pretty close, but. Still never got that. Full on robot, robot, fucking fighting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. Cause like, I mean, like especially like in in the Bay versions, like the first three, like they were all just like spiky and like I mean you couldn't tell one from the other. Uh-uh. They all looked the same. Yeah. You know, so even if it was supposed to be like a main character, you were like. Is is that Starscream? I I don't know. Uh, oh no, yes, maybe. I don't know. You know, like it was like really poor. Like they just did a bad. Like they did such a bad job of making of making them distinguishable from each other that like again, like when you look at Bumblebee and you see like the G one look on all these characters, it looks like you're like, oh okay, yeah, I I I remember playing with that character now. Right, right, right. You know. Like Optimus Prime looked like fucking Optimus Prime, not you know, jaggy edged spikes everywhere Optimus Prime. <laughs> right. You know. No. Yeah, so like I wasn't a fan of the Beast Wars either. Like I was like, again, like I was after me, but you know, I'll give it a shot. Mm. But I I don't have high hopes, you know. Yeah, I I do not. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well. Yeah. Any- <laughs> I, fucking has, bro. I know. Fuck. Oh, real quick, discovery. Oh yeah, discovery. Um. What what do you think? Uh, 
It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it My, wasn't bad. No, it wasn't I, it, bad. It kind of it came into true fat. To me, it kind of had a Roddenberry f- end to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. It, it felt um, it very cool. trackish, but I, I like that about it. Yeah, I, I did too. Um, I was glad they saved Book. Yeah, I, like I was. I like the character, but I thought based upon what he had done, he had to die. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's I thought fun. it was a, I, you know, so I hated the fake out and then bringing him back. Like, I wanted. Weirdly, I wanted Michael to kind of carry that burden a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I had, I did what I had to do. And I hate that I did it, you know, but it's what had to be done type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I don't, I just thought it was like a, I think it would have done the character more justice to have died than to have been saved. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I didn't have a problem with the ending. I, I liked it. I, you know, I, I liked what the uh, the ten C were. You know, I, I liked how the the communication kind of got figured out. I like, you know, there was a lot of good that came out of that. I, I thought, like you said, it was it felt like a very Roddenberry esque finish. Yeah, it did. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't so outrageous, like. The ending of season three was that I was like so right. pissed off like well this is what the fucking caused to burn some little kid you know <laughs> right um so I felt good about it and I you know and I always you know I'm looking forward to the next season and seeing what what they have in store for him yeah it should be good yeah yeah I liked it yeah and I've been enjoying but Picard so far have you yeah I haven't watched it really. No. <laughs> Every time I start it, I end up falling asleep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I, I. I like the. Uh, I mean, so far. I. I. I liked the the story and where it's going, and I'm intrigued to see where this takes us. Yeah. Because I think, like. Q might have Alzheimer's or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, I think that's kind of what they're leaning at, because it was kind of like one of those deals where, um, like, like Picard talks about, like, you know, Q seemed different. He, he seemed, you know, more violent, and you know, he, there was something off about him. He's not the, the Q that, you know, he, he's a different. He's just, he's, you know, he's, he's different than what I remember him. And, you know, it's like, I I, I just, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, there's something wrong with Q. That's what they're leading us to. Like, like and so what happens when a god has, like, a chronic disease? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's kind of an interesting aspect to it. And yeah. There have been some other interesting points, 
you know, I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but um, I just the only thing that drives me nuts is is this. I hate the animosity people have about both shows because I mean, especially like you know, there was a lot of right wing animosity towards Star Trek because you know Stacey Abrams was the president of Earth. You know, she's a a you know a Democratic liberal politician. She's a Star Trek fan. And you get in the Picard, and especially now that they're in the, you know, 2024, there have been some left-leaning storytelling. I'll, I'll say it that way. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. You know, it's it's telling a story. It's set in, you know, our near, very near future. So the, the, the stance that are taking makes sense from a Star Trek standpoint because it's right. a left-leaning show. Right. It's always been liberal. Go back yeah. to the original series. It was a liberal show then. It's a liberal show now. Yeah. So, like, the, the animosity that some people have thrown, like, oh, well, more left propaganda. I'm done watching. I'm like, what the fuck have you been watching for 30, 40, 50 years? Yeah, right. You know, like, I can enjoy it because it's a sci-fi show. Yes, it has some some lefty values. That maybe I agree or disagree with, you know, politically. I don't know. But, you know, either way, I still enjoy the show. I understand what I'm getting myself into when I watch it. Yeah. If you didn't know that, like if you're shocked in 2022 that Star Trek has left-leaning values, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that just drives me nuts, you know? Yeah. It's been there since inception. You know. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. think politically, just enjoy the show. Right. They you know? can't do that. They can't separate. No. I know. And that's what drives me nuts. But then, but it's like, but you had to have known this. Like, you had to have. Like, what right. are you watching all this time? <laughs> you know. So that, that just kind of bullshit. Because <laughs> it's, it's not like they've hidden it all these years. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's been out there. Yeah. It's in the end. Yeah. From day one, this has like been Roddenberry's vision. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how you thought this wasn't anything other than that, but congratulations on showing us just how stupid you must fucking be. <laughs> right. You know. So that's my only complaint. It's about the general population, not the product that they're putting out. <laughs> right. You know, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, but I ha- I have enjoyed Picard. You know, I'm intrigued to see where where it goes from the time travel standpoint. Mm. You know, and how long they're going to stay in 2024 before they go back to the back to the future. Right. I will we'll say this: I I did think they missed an opportunity to have the creepy puppets. Because they they, they, they they pull, you know, warp around the sun to go back in time maneuver. Yeah. And, you know, they they just, the missed opportunity of like, like they did in Star Trek 4 with like the, the creepy looking, like puppetly looking things. 
What? You remember that scene? Like, I can't remember. Like, it's like these like like heads. Like it was well, not puppets, but like it was like like these clay. I, I don't know what they were, but it was like these like like it was like Kirk and Spock. Like like like, like their their heads. Like, oh, you know that's that that moment. Like when they when when they go back in time, there's like that weird moment where like you can see like their their faces as like these like statuesque faces or whatever. I don't know. It was like very creepy yeah. though. Like they missed that <laughs> yeah. opportunity. I was like waiting for that. I was like, this this won't happen to Picard. It's got to happen to Picard. No, I didn't get that. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So. <sighs> Anything else you like you had to the proceedings? No, man, I'm good. All right. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I can send us an email like Thad does each and every week. Thad wanted to correct you. Juju Smith-Schuster only got a one-year contract, not a multi-year deal with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Thad will take any chance he has to take a shot at Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> that, was, that was half his email. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you send us an email like, like Thad does each and every week that we really don't read. And that email address is pittsburghnerdyahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And we are a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the uh, Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search and you can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, I always want to thank you for checking us out each and every week. I uh, can't thank you enough. For, uh, taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and or shenanigans, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>